How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast, Three Dipsticks and a Pod. This episode is going to be a little bit different than we normally do. We are actually going to be reading your guys' stories. I went on to different Facebook groups asking people if they had any stories that they would like to share. We have one here, and we'll be doing another episode here soon reading somebody else's story. This is a story by Dylan. That's actually kind of my name too, but this is a story by Dylan, the host of Star Dumb. If you guys want to go ahead and listen to his podcast or any of his socials that he sends me, they will be down in the description of this in particular episode. Go view all those. And also, I want to let you guys know now, we have a YouTube channel based on this podcast now. Just look up Dipsticks in a Pod or also go to the description of this episode and go sub to that channel. Whenever we start doing video versions of this podcast, they will also be on that YouTube channel. I haven't figured out how to put the video versions onto Spotify or any other platform just yet. So if you want to see video versions of these, let me know by rating those episodes on YouTube and let me know what you guys think about them in the comments. And also just go there to watch the video versions of those when they are out. Also, here is a little bit of a disclaimer. Before we get into this, I am reading stories on my computer I have to read these out and make them sound good but these are also going to be my first time reading these my first time reacting to these stories also I am dyslexic so this is a horrible thing for me to do but I figured it'd be very interesting so without further ado get ready for my horrible reading but I'm still going to try so let's go ahead and get on into this story also just another little bit of a disclaimer before you guys listen to this Viewer or listener's discretion is advised. This is me recording this after I've already recorded this whole episode. There is some vulgar stuff into this. I will mark it as that in Spotify and when I'm uploading it and everything. Just make sure you guys know that there is some vulgar things in here. So if you're a little squeamish or you don't like hearing certain things, this might not be for you. And once again, all the information for Dylan, Spotify, or his podcast, or Stardom, as he would like to be called, will all be down in the description of this episode. Okay, so, let's start this out. He says, I have an interesting story to tell about a dog I once had named Reno, or Reno. A little background to start this story. During the time this takes place, I was in fourth grade. I lived with my mom, sister, and stepdad in a four-bedroom house that was second to last on the dead end street. Each house sat on a couple acres with woods and a creek that ran through the back side of our property, about an acre back give or take. Of course as a kid who wasn't super social and a ton of kids in the neighborhood to play with, it was perfect. We had a good sized fence yard with a side driveway that went back on the left side of the house to a detached garage. The house had a main level with three bedrooms and an unfinished basement that had an additional room in the far corner which is where I slept. My room wasn't much of a room, the only features were a couple small walls and a ground window that was rusty and painted to the point that I could never get it open. The window was old and worn although you could see fine through it. It was faded and had some old paint splotches that were there even before we moved in. I only put so much detail into the window because it will show up again later in the story. My mom worked long hours as a graphic designer in a downtown Kansas City. And my dad was in construction working odd jobs with I'm pretty sure was all under the table and his hours varied. My sister and I rode the bus to school and walked home after. We spent a lot of early evenings by ourselves. 
My sister was a grade above me, and although we got along fine, we had our different interests. We would play games or ride our bikes around the neighborhood. There was a ballpark not far away that we would ride to mostly for the concession stands or to play with the other kids from the school. There was many times, however, I played by myself wandering the property and even venturing further into the woods. One of my favorite spots was the area of the creek that had large rocks littered across and the water backed up a little, creating not quite a water hole, but I played in it a lot, usually skipping rocks, searching for crawdads, or just staying cool in the hot summer days. On most of these ventures, Reno would tag along to keep me company. My stepdad brought Reno home as a baby several years prior. His uncle, who was in poor health, gave him to my sister and I as a gift. Although Reno was a great addition to our family, my stepdad was not at all a good guy. When he was home, he was usually getting drunk and physically abused or abusing me, or being physically abusive to me. Some weeks he beat me so bad that I had to miss school. I don't want to go into too many details about him because that's not what the story is about. Although having an idea about who he was as a person will play a role in this later. Reno was a purebreed Shepri or Sharpie. I don't know how to pronounce that. Was a Sharpie. <laughs> and at most times in the story, he was three years old. He was very fit and weighed about as much as me. My sister liked him, but he definitely took a liking to me the most, which I loved. In the morning, I would feed and water him before school and let him run around the fencing part of the yard. During the day he was in the garage, we tried leaving him in the fence part of the yard, but when he got big enough, he would jump the fence to chase animals that were running around the woods occasionally, bringing back a squirrel and the rodents looking um for praise i mean that's how most animals are i love that after school he would either hang out in the house with my sister and i lounging around he would wander around outside with me at night he would sleep downstairs with me usually curled up in a ball on my bed which helped me since the basement was pretty eerie one evening after getting home from school, I went to let Reno out of the garage, which usually he was at the door waiting. However, this time he was in the back of the garage, refusing to come out. This was a little odd, but not thinking too much of it, I went in to get him. He was acting as if he was trying to play, dodging me whenever I'd get close, and I thought it was pretty humorous. Eventually, I had him cornered, and as I reached to grab him by his collar, he lunged forward, mouth open, and bit my hand. It happened so fast, I remember not—I remember it not hurting at all until I finally, or until after I realized what just happened. And he went back into his corner, looking at me. He knew he was in big trouble. At this point, my hand was throbbing. I had three punctures in my palm and two on the back side of my hand, where his teeth sank in and blood was running down my arm. I left Reno in the garage. I went back inside, cleaned up, and get a hold of my mom. But why was Reno acting so weird? He had never done anything like this to me before, and he clearly, er, and he was clearly uncomfortable about leaving the garage. I wasn't mad at him, just confused. Shortly after the incident, my mom got home. She ended up ta or taking me to the hospital to get stitches, and during the ride there, I explained what happened. This is where the story takes a seriously twisted turn. 
That night, my stepdad got home late and my mother had already informed him of what happened. He looked at my hand and asked me if it was okay, which it was, or which I was okay. Okay. My mother and him bickered back and forth about what to do. They were both worried about Reno, uh, Reno biting again, and the bickering ended with my stepdad saying he would take care of it, and he left the house. It wasn't until the next day I would realize what taking care of it meant. After my stepdad left the house, he apparently grabbed Reno out of the garage and loaded him in the truck. He never said where he took him, but he told us he took him into a field out into the country and tried to get him to run off. Reno refused, trying to lunge toward him, so he grabbed his shotgun from the truck and shot him in the face. Yeah, what the fuck is right? I was about to say what the fuck, or what WTF to myself, but he put it in the story. WTF is right. He knew what we were going to say. To make it worse, he brought uh, brought Reno's corpse back in his truck bed. Not only was my stepdad an abusive piece of shit, now he has to kill my best friend. That following day, Reno laid emotionless in the garage and I was a wreck. Why in the hell did he shoot him? Something was clearly wrong with Reno. He never hurt anyone until yesterday and now he's dead. My stepdad worked a later shift and before leaving for work he told me I had to haul Reno and wear wheelbarrow into the woods once the sun set and bury him. Once the sun actually set and bury him. Again I was in the fourth grade so 10 or 11 at the time and this guy tells me to haul his headless dog that weighed as much as as I did into the woods in the dark and bury him. I wasn't going to tell him no for the fear of him whipping out his gold gym workout belt and giving me several swats on the ass for refusing to do what he said. Shortly after dinner, I threw on my shoes and I went out to the garage. I grabbed a flashlight, shovel, and the wheelbarrow with Reno already in it. His lifeless body was laying on his side, his feet sticking over the end of the wheelbarrow as long as, or wheelbarrow along with loose pieces of neck dangled over the front. It wasn't until I was grabbing both arms of the wheelbarrow that I could see not quite half of his face was still attached to his body. I could see part of his tongue, several teeth, and even one eye staring blankly. I couldn't hold back tears the whole time pushing him back to the woods, I would stop to wipe my tears away and attempt to pull myself together. Near my favorite spot in the woods, there was a massive tree that during full bloom shaded a large area around it, and Reno loved to lay underneath it when, or whenever we were out for a long period of time, which was quite often, especially during the school breaks and weekends. The branches started pretty low to the ground, although at the time I could stand underneath of if I was to go back today, I would definitely have to hunch to get underneath. Other than being very distraught and still confused as to what happened the day uh, before the day before to cause Reno to bite me, digging a hole did not take long. I imagine part frustration with my stepfather helped. I pushed the wheelbarrow over to the hole, raised the arms and closed my eyes and could hear his stiff, lifeless body slide off into the hole. I covered him up and quickly rushed home at this point. It was so dark that even a flashlight in the woods was a bit unsettling. 
A few weeks have passed and I hadn't gone back into the woods. Knowing that Rio was rotting away back there just freaked me out. My family never seemed to care that he was gone besides me. It was a school night and as usual dinner, bath, and ready for bed by 9. Usually by 8 o'clock I was in my room reading books just playing with random stuff. I had several model cars on the shelves that I built along with my other random things. Outside of my room was a big opening basement or big open basement. Random gym equipment, washer and dryer, and a box screen TV with a VCR. I had a collection of old tapes, most of them I had seen multiple times. I remember falling asleep at a decent time, same as most school nights. It was after midnight when I woke up shivering. The basement was usually a bit colder than the rest of the house, but nonetheless, I was awake and I was cold. The dark room almost pitch black, just the way I liked it. The only light the only light in the room came from the moon shining through my window, giving just enough light to make out the shape of objects in my room. The window, what? It was open. That's strange. I must be dreaming. I continued scoping out the room. I felt something move between my legs. I directed my eyes towards the foot of my bed and saw a large black blob filling the gap between my feet. I must have been lazy and fell asleep without folding and putting away my laundry. It moved again. I don't remember having clothes on my bed. The blob started moving again, growling into or growing into a figure. A figure of something so familiar. There was a stitch coming from whatever, or a stench coming from whatever it was in the bed in front of me. Something so foul it made my eyes water. A low rumble growl filled the room. One that sounded just like Reno's. Could it be him? No, I must be dreaming. The black silhouette of what looked like a dead dog seemed to almost hover towards me as the growl grew louder and then I woke. Whew, just a nightmare. Man, that was crazy, I thought as the sun shined brightly through my window. My heart still pounding, I noticed the window was still open. Through tightening as I tried to get a breath and I looked down at my bed. There was no figure anymore but something else. Dirt. Streaks of moist dirt covered my blanket with what appeared to be smeared paw prints. Forming almost a circle between my legs, I jumped out of bed to process what I was seeing. Holy shit, my stepdad is going to kill me. I stripped my bed. I stripped my bed and threw it into the washer before putting on sneakers and sneaking out the back door. The sun was up, but I had to be early because my alarm hasn't gone off and the house was silent. I made it to the tree in what seemed like seconds expecting to see a mound of dirt where I had buried Reno. But what I found was terrifying. The spot where Reno was supposed to be was empty. A pile of loose dirt surrounding a hole in the ground. It looked like something had either found his corpse and started digging away, or even worse, something dug itself out. Or even worse, something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there was a there was claw marks everywhere, but no body, no dead dog. I never ran home so fast. I tried to think on the way, or. I tried to think of a way to tell my mom or sister what happened, but couldn't. Something told me they wouldn't believe me. 
I spent many nights with the lights on, tossing and turning, expecting to see Reno again, but nothing. I'm in my 30s now, and even though I have moved uh, many times, I'm not far from where this incident took place. I told, my, um, I told my sisters years later about what happened that night, and occasionally I tell people who were interested. So that is the end of his story. Um, that's kind of crazy, personally. Like, I'm not calling... <laughs> I'm not calling you crazy. I'm saying that's crazy cool. Like that's that's amazing. That's really cool that that happened. Um, I'm not gonna try to debunk anything because you've seen what you've seen. That is awesome. And honestly, if I seen that, I would probably take off running. I would never sleep in that room again if I were you as a kid. Um, and another big question for you: If you are watching this at the end, do you mind maybe answering some questions on the YouTube channel? Uh, in the comment section below about this for anybody that has questions along with me have you went back there and checked um on the area again as an adult that's my main question that's my only question for now and uh yeah for anybody listening to this on youtube or spotify or wherever you guys are listening to it if you guys have any questions make sure to go check over onto the youtube channel and ask some questions down in the comment section below and i'm pretty sure he will probably be there waiting for questions and willing to answer them so once again this was a story by dylan the host of star dumb if you guys want to check it out make sure to check the description of this podcast make sure you guys go ahead and check out all of his things that are down there in the description make sure to go give him a follow or a subscribe or whatever you guys are watching him on and i hope you guys enjoy this if you guys got some stories you guys want me to read or go through and talk about Make sure to leave a message or say something in the comments of the videos, and I will try to reach out to you guys. If you guys want me to read them, let me know. And I do want to say that if I do read your guys' stuff, give me a name to call you by and give me your socials because they will also be put in the description of those episodes. But thank you guys for listening and joining into this amazing creepy cool story make sure to check out all the socials for him and for me on the youtube channel and everything else hope you guys enjoyed this and i'll see you guys in the next episode